Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Awesome to be with you. Yesterday, I came to you from the Charlotte International Airport, and today, I'm in beautiful Lynchburg, where I was on my way yesterday when we last gathered together. Traveling outside your own community, you know, you really get to see, sadly, the devastation of the last nine months of lockdowns, how vast it is, how complete it is in many ways. What it's done to people's spirits. I'm here in Lynchburg, a population of about 82,000. Now it is home to Liberty University, which has 15,000 students and a couple thousand more faculty and staff. Think about that. The, the, The campus is about a fifth of the size of the entire city. The campus is empty. They're all at home for the rest of the semester. Lynchburg is dead. Compared to the last time I was here, the hotel where I'm staying was full. Now, five cars in the driveway. The first restaurant I went to had the best ratings of any restaurant in the area where I'm staying. Drove over, parking lot was empty, went online, supposed to be open. I got out, I walked up to the door. One of their staff members tested positive for COVID over Christmas. They've been closed since December 31st. No note on when they might reopen. They looked closed, closed. Second restaurant I went to, second best reviewed restaurant in the area I was in, I was one of four people at 5.30. Four. No one else in the place. You know, no wonder, last poll I saw, 70% of people want $2,000 checks from the government. People are becoming hopeless. More and more reports how masks are going to continue and shutdowns are going to continue and we're never going to be the same again, even when we get the vaccine and blah, 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 blah. But what happens when restaurants collapse? And they want bailouts, not just $2,000, and not just loans, but money. What happens when the commercial real estate market collapses? You know, that first restaurant I went to is on a corner lot, main road. I think that commercial real estate person wants their rent. And if they can't pay their rent, how do they pay the bank? And the commercial real estate's going to want to bail out. And then the bank's going to want to bail out. And more and more people are going to be asking for help. And you know what? They're not going to feel guilty about asking for help because this wasn't done by them. It was done to them. A heavy-handed government drunk on power taking us deeper and deeper and deeper only to offer us pennies. Pennies. Talked about foundations yesterday. And what's shaping up to be quite a week, how do you stay sane? You remind yourself of your foundations, your country's foundations, your foundations, your faith's foundations. 
thinking about what has happened to us the last nine months, how people who are going to get paid no matter what are commanding people who work for their money, entrepreneurs hewn from the same cloth as those who founded our country. Here's a quote from George Washington, our greatest president. Talk about foundations. This is the foundational American spirit we should all strive to become. Tell me where he'd be right now about restaurants being open, people being able to take care of themselves, to make their way, to take the risk. The time is now near at hand, which must probably determine whether Americans are to be freemen or slaves. Now, before I continue, I'd say the time now for us. I'll explain in a minute what I mean by that. But the time is now. How we act now is going to determine whether we're freemen or slaves. George Washington continues. Whether they are to have any property they can call their own, whether their houses and farms are to be pillaged and destroyed and themselves consigned to a state of wretchedness from which no human efforts will deliver them. The fate of unborn millions will now depend under God on the courage and conduct of this army. Our cruel and unrelenting enemy leaves us only the choice of brave resistance or the most abject submission. We have therefore to resolve to conquer or die. There's only two ends to what's going on now, freemen or slaves. Because as the government keeps things shut down and runs things like only people who've never had to meet payroll could do, what will happen? As they take more, they'll give us less. They'll take and they'll take. And at some point, people will stand up and say, I want to be free. I hope. I hope before it's too late. You see, in trying to control nature, Government, a lot of people listening to government have been chasing something unattainable and allowing ourselves to become more and more enslaved to public policy, drifting further away from these words. Words spoken in 1776 that could be said right now. Let me say that first sentence again, or first part of a sentence from George Washington, our greatest president. The time is now near at hand, which must probably determine whether Americans are to be freemen or slaves. Never before has the spirit of America been put more to a test than it has now. You would have thought it was the Civil War or World War I or World War II. But when has government ever shut down business? When has government ever said, you can't go to church? You can't decide for yourself if the risk is worth it. When before in our history of government said you can't send your kids to school, you can't gather in your home with other families unless we let you. When's that ever happened? Search our history. And when government has that kind of power, how does it pull back? How do those people that feel so smug and important doing that, how, how do they pull back and then people get scared? People forget who we are. 
you know, I really think that, you know, like in my hometown, I've never seen more people wearing masks. And I really think it's because people are sick of it. They're not scared of the virus. They're scared of government. And they're, and they're thinking, fine, if this is what we got to do to open up, we'll do it. But then it doesn't open up. We locked down again. Lockdown didn't work the first time. I guess it'll work this time, huh? And it's sad because that becomes contagious. And instead of looking inward at ourselves and our own freedom, people begin looking outward. But that spirit of looking for a false savior, it's been happened before, hasn't it? You might think of it as a golden calf. We want a golden calf to save us because we don't believe in God. We believe in ourselves. We believe if we all wear masks to Kroger's, the virus will go away. But it doesn't, does it? If we lock down California and arrest restaurant owners and arrest beauty salon people, that COVID will go away, but it doesn't. And then we give ourselves over more and more. Golden calf, take care of me. But what happens to people that worship golden calves? That give away their humanity to be saved by the golden calf with which they give all their treasure. What happens to them? Here's what happens. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold. But now please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. And the Lord replied to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron had made. The only thing scarier than the lockdowns and COVID itself, what's going to come next? What's our next judgment going to be for how easily we've given up our freedoms and our humanity and our faith? Because I'll tell you straight up, if you ain't going to church, what do you believe? You really believe? You at home on your knees? Praying? What do you believe? Where's your power? Where's your power? What do you believe in? I'm going to kind of come back around with today's program. Foundations. Have a foundation of our founding fathers. I'm just going to read the beginning and the end of what I read earlier from George Washington. When the podcast ends, I want you to sit there for a minute in silence. And I want you to ask yourself, is that me? Have I been that way? What can I do to honor the spirit of this great country that was delivered to us? Just think about it for a minute. Imagine what those founders were willing to give up and sacrifice. Here he is, August 27th, 1776. George Washington, I'd like to think he was on his horse, <laughs> addressing the Continental Army, 
before the Battle of Long Island. Here's what he said. The time is now near at hand, which must probably determine whether Americans are to be freemen or slaves. Our cruel and unrelenting enemy leaves us only the choice of brave resistance or the most abject submission. We have, therefore, to resolve to conquer or die. I am your host, Silouan. Until next time, aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter. And meditate just a little bit right now. What do you stand on? What do you believe in? What is freedom? you conquer or die you committed till next time peace you've been listening to the pilgrim's odyssey make sure you comment share and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine for books videos and more content from me your host please visit silouan.com that is silouan s-i-l-o-u-a-n.com Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Cheers.